0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking.
1: Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. It's
2: nine minutes past 11 o'clock. My next guest, of course, is already here. Is digital money the answer to financial inclusion in Africa? Yeah. Dr. Onkokame uh, Motobi is my next guest a uh, postdoctoral fellow at the Witt School of Governance. The increased adoption or adoption of the latest digital technologies in, dele- in developing countries has heightened speculation and optimism. Optimism, uh, of course, concerning bridging the gap between the relatively rich, the very rich, and the poor and the very poor, who often live in undeserved rural areas. Yeah, we know about it. We know about the big divide in this country the rich and the poor, one of the most unequal in the world. In Africa, of course, the continent we live in, where more than a third of the population lives in extreme poverty, and 36% 36 are illiterate. Opening a formal bank account, amongst other things, just becomes a nightmare for the majority of people. Understanding all of those particular things, uh, documentation, not earning enough, distance from wherever you are, and so, yes, this... Digital money, whether it's with us or already, or a conversation already in our spaces, I'm going to ask the good doctor, uh, Dr. Onko Kame, uh Motobi, uh, those particular questions. So let me bring Dr. Onko Kame, uh Motobi into the conversation. Doctor, welcome to Power ninety eight point seven. Welcome to Power Perspective. How are you? I'm good. I'm
1: good. I'm good. Thank you very much for giving me time to talk to your 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 listeners and um yeah um i'm good
2: dr dr i'm i'm uh, there's a bit of an echo on 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 the back and maybe maybe it's just a you know i'm i'm not hearing you totally uh you know on on the system i'm i'm just wondering whether we could we could fix that but let's just see if we've you know if we fix that uh you still with us doctor yes i'm here uh, sure. can you hear me oh brilliant i can i can hear you perfectly now Yes, uh, now
1: i had to go out of the office sure um yeah, yeah
2: i've I have the privilege of, of of sitting in a in a in a a studio which is well padded and 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 silence and those things are taken care of dr 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 welcome to power 98.7 welcome to power perspective
1: yeah, thank you very much for for giving me the platform to talk in your in you know you know in our radio sure and I want to take this time also to greet your your listener
2: sure yeah, yeah. Doctor, financial financial inclusion, financial exclusion, massive, massive terminology in, in today's day and age. Um yeah. uh, you know, it's 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 we 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 for some or other reason looking at technology that over the last couple of years has increased, I I would say, you know, a hundredfold in, yeah. in understanding where the where we were ten years ago understanding what we can do with this whole digital money you know aspect that that we are in today um but but let's just get to a particular definition of of digital money um and and I was looking at various systems today looking at that thing called you know the internet and it said in 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 a 101 kind of definition any means of payment that exists purely in el- in electronic form, would that would that in essence be yes. be the yes. be the simplest of answers? Yes,
1: um, I mean digital finance is um, the payment systems or transactions that are generally occurring via digital platforms, and this would include um, a number of or several platforms, mm-hmm. including your mobile phone. Uh, it could also be um, including your your, your your debit cards and um a uh, credit card those are also referred to as a digital financial services platforms
2: that 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 was the question i was going to ask you next doctor was in essence um the the digital aspect this digital finance thing has been with us longer than we actually you know understand the conversation i think the conversation becomes more important when we start looking at who it's helping and and the markets it can begin to penetrate and the difference it's have it's having when we begin to talk about rural and poor but for the yes. rich it's always been there in essence
1: yes um i think that that's one way of of looking at it because um a digital finance has been there Um, the moment you talk about your ATMs and Mm. that's digital finance because it kind of excludes um, one going to a branch to access services but just being able to access services anywhere you are. Mm. But um, you will note that um, the previous uh, digital uh, finance uh, platforms such as ATMs could not be uh, you know a, a place in uh, rural areas because they were deemed um, unprofitable and mm. therefore mm. um banks could only put all these ATMs in urban areas and therefore mm. it excluded those in the in the in the rural areas. However, mm. the current innovations where you now have um some platforms uh, or more financial services being offered through mobile phones such as mobile banking mm. and internet banking. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they can be offered anytime, anyhow, anywhere. Uh, you can access it at the rural area anytime. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do a, a, a transaction. You can send money to someone. And this is the difference between the two uh, digital services uh, or digital financial services, mm-hmm. the traditional ones and the, the new innovation.
2: Sure. Let's 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 just get the question out of the way. Uh, the question that I'm going to ask now um d- digital digital money and digital finance uh, this in in whilst we are having this conversation and we have and we're going to have a conversation about the difference it makes and and the areas it has penetrated and the kind of examples where where things can happen this is a long term conversation because um yes you know technology can happen and technology can begin to make inroads but technology is not going to change the fact that there there are poor people. They are people undocumented people. There are people who can't engage the system. They are people. So 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 in essence, yes, of course, digital money and digital finance is a conversation that we're having. But there are people that are going to be excluded um, for all intents and purposes for a long long time to come. Still, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I I think the. The biggest issue here is, I think, one. You talk about digital finance, mm. financial services. We we need to contextualize it in the form of um what type um mm. and what we have been seeing coming up or the innovations that we have been seeing. We have been seeing two kind of innovations. The first uh, one would be the digital financial service platform or innovations that are bank led, mm. and we also found the ones that are telco led and. This would be your your mobile money, like the one we see in Kenya or Eastern African countries. Yeah, and then we also have these ones where we refer to as mobile banking systems. And yeah. this one would be those which are bank led, and they are kind of innovations that are kind of somehow you know related to the fact that someone should have a bank account for them to access uh, those kind of financial services. While the telco led actually those who, um we have seen to have a very great impact when it comes to financial inclusion in the sense that one can actually uh, you know just uh, because of their having a mobile phone they can simply uh, access them via their mobile phone and just through by having a mobile phone they can now uh, be financially included and these are some of the platforms that we cannot see in Eastern africa mm. and um, due to them We've seen uh, financial inclusion growing from a low of 20% to about 77% in uh, in, in countries like Kenya.
0: Mm. And like you are saying, mm.
1: um, the issue of exclusion will always be there because um, you would find that uh, technology itself is expensive. Mm. There are still a number of people who cannot uh, afford mobile phones, mm. while when you look at the 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 bank-led uh, innovation, uh, which are mostly internet-based. There's still a lot of people who are you know, which, which, uh, there are a lot of countries which still have a lot a uh, high digital inequalities. For instance, if we took uh, if we take a case of South Africa, there's still a lot of people who are excluded, especially in the rural areas, uh, maybe maybe due to a lack of connectivity, uh, issues of affordability. And then uh, in terms of access to data, I mean, affordable data and uh, Mm. digital technologies like your phones and computers. Mm. So these are some of the issues that uh, will make, um, you know, uh, financial exclusion to be something that we'll be talking about even in the next 10
2: years so so when we talk about yeah when we when we talk about exclusion doctor we're not only talking about exclusion from that particular economy we're also talking about exclusion from the tech and the data that allows us into that economy and once we don't have the tech and the data we're not we we, we're then unable to get into the economy and a lot of us within that economy don't have the kind of money that we need to talk about to be in the in the digital finance space anyway so we excluded in any way because we don't have enough money and I'm not talking maybe about you know uh, generalization now I mean there are generally a lot of people who just are excluded because even if the digital is there and they do have the tech and the data uh, they don't have money.
1: Yeah, that's that, that's another issue too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. To, to, yeah, because
1: um, I, I mean, um, life is all about money sometimes. Yeah, and when you talk about digital finance, it's all about money.
2: Yes, it's and about when, people who have money who can access those 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 yeah. to be able to pass on that particular money.
1: Exactly, and I think this would be the issue that um, it's synonymous to what used to happen in the in the in, in the past before mm. the this new innovation. Mm. We all know that in the past because probably you didn't have money or you're not a worker, you could mm. not open a bank account. Mm. So it's kind of a similar scenario to the uh, to the new innovation in the sense that if you don't have money, you're likely to not uh, be uh, included in the new space. Mm. But I think um, one of the other issues one can talk to is the fact that um, except the inequalities, so we mm. also know that um, we kind of have um, different generations. We have some some people or the generation, which is kind of analog.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, you know, there are a lot of issues in the analog space when you compare them to the current digital um, generation in the mm. sense that um, a lot of uh, analog um, people cannot actually, you know, find ways on how to, um, you know, use some of these new platforms. Mm. Um, at the same time, the analog people will talk about digital illiteracy that are able that are like digitally illiterate and therefore cannot also participate in the digital economy. So mm-hmm. these are some of the the issues that I think policymakers should look into. Um, I, I think uh, some time back I, I saw a video of a shop where you know once you enter you just have to have a card and then everything is digitized. Mm-hmm. But I think um, this will kind of uh, exclude some people like the analog
2: uh, generation. Yes, but mm. What 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 generation do you think I I am from, uh, Doctor? The, <laughs> I love that I love the terminology of the analog generation. <laughs> I think that's 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 a nice word for saying some people are old and come from a different space. Yes, yes, uh, the analog yes. generation. I think I'm going to begin to use that terminology from now onwards. The analog generation. Yeah. Dr we we're talking about of course digital finance digital money and and how of course we we we're transferring and getting money i can today get money to any single person you know who who, who is any part of the country in in a legal way via the cell phone you know but mm-hmm. but obviously it would it would necessarily have to bring on a third party you know it's it's it sits within your phone but the third party would need to unlock it and that third party would have to be a partner within the kind of you know digital space that we that we're talking about, this this cashless society. Uh, the, a cashless society, um, that particular conversation versus a digital finance conversation. So cashless society conversation versus a digital finance conversation. do you do you think that they are the same thing or is there a fine line between them? Because, yes, I can have, a digital conversation with you, and we can talk about credit cards and moving money to a Gogo who is sitting in Amtata and, and how that Gogo can access that money on their phone, go to a particular outlet, get that particular money. Mm. and But when that particular money is served to her, given to her, it's, it, it becomes hard again in the sense of we are out of the digital space, it is in her hand and now she has to access, you know, whatever she needs to access via a cash based system. Yeah. So so is it is it two are they two different conversations, a cashless society conversation and a digital finance, which is tech and data conversation?
1: Yeah, I think there's a fine line between the two,
2: mm.
1: but at some point in, like when you look at the digital platforms, like your mobile money platforms, you will find that it kind of incorporates the
0: two mm.
1: in the sense that you would be able to transact money via mobile phone,
0: mm. make
1: payments via mobile phone, but at the same time you can also access money from an agent, which is a third a, a third party, or mm are in South Africa would be, your, you know, some shops you can go to a retail and get money and then start to, uh, you know, buy money using cash. I mean, buy products using cash. Mm. So um, the the two are kind of intertwined currently. But the moment we talk about cashless society, it means there was no cash at all. Mm. And um, this will be mostly just digitized and mm. there's no money where or cash where it is involved so there's that kind of um you know a thin mm. line between the two
2: yeah where 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 money is is not something that you that you even you 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 don't know what a 100 rand note 100 looks like,
0: looks like yeah, 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 yeah
2: anymore there there are there are some people so rich that uh, they are, they are living in those cashless societies where um, touching money today is is not is not something it's it's sad to have an understanding that you know we have advanced so far which is a good thing but yeah. but to the other extent is you know whatever rand or 2 rand or 10 rand that a person needs they actually mm-hmm. need to have it physically in their hand
1: yeah um i think that's true and what is it that we can say from that in the uh, uh, digital uh, finance or oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it, I think um, uh, during um, uh, when I'm doing my research, mm. um, it shows that you know one of the critical or, uh, or important thing about this innovation, mm. especially when you kind of interpret um, the the digital led kind of uh, financial inclusion with the, the the analog kind of mobile phone, mm. uh, such as the mobile money, and you integrate it with the banking or mobile banking, you find a situation whereby it is easier for the people that we are today calling the richer, mm. the relatively richer, to transact easily
0: mm. with
1: um, the the poor. And at the same time, it makes it much easier to transcend families because those who live in the rural, in the urban areas mm. who are the workers mm. are able to transact and take care of their families in the rural areas by transacting easily from the the traditional banking services to mm. the New uh, innovative platforms such Mm. as mobile money and all that. So it makes that kind of transition between the analog and the digital generation much easier, Mm. and for the new uh, 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 or the digital uh, generation to take uh, uh, care of the analog generation much easier and strengthen families
2: Mm. at the same time. Mm. Yeah, but but would you would you agree would you agree, Doc, that we whilst we have the technology, which is a great thing, financial institutions are also pushing us further and faster down that particular road because where they now become, you know. Uh, where we now have contact with them is not anymore where we have contact around cash but we have contact around services and cards and renewals and 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 you know um uh, of things of that particular type but not generally now of 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 you know money exchanging hands they what what I find within banking institutions these days is that they are pushing you towards the technology that is yeah. either outside their offices, outside their buildings, and the kind of technology that already exists, apps and those kind of things. For any single kind of transaction that you want, banks are actually deliberately pushing you that way down that particular road and engaging us only now within their institutions around administrative issues. So so we are also being, in as much as we, 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 we sometimes don't like it, we are being forced down this road by the institutions themselves.
1: Yeah, I think the issue here would be, um, when you look at it from the perspective of um, the banks mm-hmm. or, or, or the institutions, as an issue of efficiency, and at the same time of profit. And mm. remember, um, the institutions or financial institutions, their they, they, they objective is to make profit. And mm. the fact that there are these digital platforms and innovation, um, honestly, they would want their customers to kind of adopt them
0: mm.
1: so that they can, you know, um, focus on other things. Um, this is, a problem on, on itself in terms of uh, a lot of um, uh, uh, there are a lot of issues
0: mm.
1: when it comes to understanding of services. Sometimes, as a consumer, you want to understand what you are doing, mm. and even sometimes when you get case, you would want to you know uh, someone to help you and uh, uh, you know talk to someone. Mm. But uh, that's the unfortunate part about innovation in the sense that there is no that interaction. We mm. know interaction uh when we now start to adopt um finance, uh, innovation mm. but um I, I think one should look at what is the the benefit um or, or from that we can get from digitization of uh, services of course we know mm. that it uh, improves efficiency mm. it allows you to transact anytime even right now mm. you can transact wherever you are mm. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't need a
2: bank to be opened.
1: Yes, mm. You don't need a bank to be open mm. as compared to before, when you can only do transactions when a bank is open.
2: Mm.
0: But
1: today we can do all sort of things. We can make payments um, abroad anytime. So, mm. so these are some of the things one should look into. But, mm. like you are saying, um, we also have to be, you know, cognizant of the fact that there is also a population that does not some some do not trust these innovations mm-hmm. and we should be able to uh, 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 uh you know find a ways on how to yeah. uh, serve them yeah. and also at the same time we should also be aware that there are some people who are illiterate and cannot navigate these mm. uh, in new innovations and therefore uh these institutions find should find ways on how to serve them mm. and then uh, finally uh those who are you know the 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 those who are excluded because of lack of um you know connectivity issues, mm. uh affordability issues and other other issues.
2: Mm. But we we can talk about the pros all all day, Doc, yeah. and, and, and and you know the pros are good, you know, is to how we can interact even at this particular late hour and I can get money to anybody, you know, um, who's who's, you know, in southern Africa or anywhere in the world at these particular days. But but just talking about locally from one phone to another phone or, you know, one system to another system, even as we speak now. Th- those would be the pros of a conversation of this particular nature, but it does come with its cons, and the negative aspect is is that um, this is where this is where the new the new fraudster would sit. This is where the new, you know, um, uh, con man would sit in essence. Um, you know, they they no more robbing us, walking out of the bank. They are now engaging us on on our WhatsApps, on our messages. They are now engaging our, our bank accounts online. They're engaging us, you know, as 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 we you know, move with this new technology. They are engaging ways of also, you know, moving with the technology in ways that they can defraud us of our money. So, with, with the pros have come cons, and those particular cons are devastating too when, when, when we get things wrong or, or when we slip because, you know, like you said, a lot of people won't understand the technology. A lot of people don't trust the technology. A lot of people illiterate to the technology. And anything that comes into their system that says punch in your pin code here or put in your details because we are renewing or one, two, or three, that become our new reality.
1: Yes. um, Yeah, that's not the biggest challenge with innovation, in the sense that the more you become innovative, um, there are also some people who are becoming innovative on how to defraud people. Mm. And I think that is one of the, I mean, the things that have been missing when we're looking at the innovation in terms of how best can we educate the Mm. nation about the fraud and everything that are likely to happen when we kind of uh, the, the, the the disadvantages of uh, taking up the new innovation from the, mm. the, the, the 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 crime perspective, and I think um, those are some of the biggest challenges we are having today. Mm. And a lot of people have been depositing their money uh, uh, mostly because of due, due to this uh, platform, mm. uh, easy payment. Uh, or someone can simply say. We have won this, mm, mm, mm. For you have one day, that because for for us to you know kind Comp- of competitions today, they
2: have never entered yes, suddenly, never yeah. entered And because it's easy to
1: pay, you simply go into account and then you pay that to one thousand, and they are promising to give you one million or something. So, but these are some of the challenges that um, comes up with new innovations, mm. but. Um, there are
2: ways to deal with that yeah. and, um, so, so, so let, let's let's you know in, in talking about the ways to get to that and and yeah. how how you know poor people sometimes are, de- are defrauded purely because they want to they want to you know have access. Mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. it's about access and so when when somebody is promised the world or told that they have won huge sums sums of money um, irrespective of whether they've entered that competition or not the temptation to click, yeah, you know because yeah. it might be real is is huge do you yeah. think do you think dr onkogame uh, motib motobi that banks and institutions these financial platforms that are existing and they coming about every day are doing a, enough to educate people around this particular aspect rather than, you know, the normal things that we get that says, don't give out your passport, don't ever let somebody do this, don't, don't, you know, one, two, three. Are, are institutions, you know, responsible enough in this space? Because technology is moving at a massive, massive space. The fraud, the fraud, the fraudulent aspects are moving with that particular technology. And sometimes people are being left behind. Do are we keeping are we keeping you know in 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 line with educating people enough these institutions about protecting one's finances on this digital platform that we are creating more and more every day.
1: So there are two aspects to it. First, we would have the the regulatory framework, and then we would have the financial institution, and I would believe that this. This, this has not ha- yet happened. Mm. Um, I, I don't remember seeing any message from a financial institution making me aware that they might be fraudulent or anything. Mm. So this is not something that is happening, and I cannot necessarily say they are making any effort to, to you know, to, to make us, uh, people aware of uh, fraudulent activities that might be happening. On, on innovative, except the first time when you you, you, you you know you kind of open an account or you know um, open an internet banking. That is the only time where you get to see um, them talking about some of the things. And um, um, the moment you start talking about this, I think when I look at Africa, uh, mm-hmm. not only South Africa, we have seen a lot of fraudulent uh, activities going on. If I can give an example of a case uh, in Botswana, there was some kind of, um, you know, uh, more of a pyramid scheme. It Mm. happened on a Facebook platform. Everybody could see it, regulators, and and the worst part of it is that the person on this pyramid had an account with a bank. But at the end of the day, this thing was never detected until people were were swindled their money. Mm. So this is some of its it's a it's a reality that is actually happening uh, today. And uh, I think uh, regulators, politicians, and institutions should be aware of this and make efforts to actually sensitize people about uh, these issues that uh, are currently happening. This fraudulent uh, uh, activities that are currently happening mm. in this uh, new
2: platform. Mm. Are we are we are we doing enough? You you are somebody who is doing research into into digital finance and and digital money and you know there are so many you know there are so many aspects of this conversation as we are as we are dealing with it tonight. Um, Mm -hmm. And and the various, you know, elements, fraudulent, fraudulent behaviors, but one, the technology aspect is another and data aspect is another rural areas and poverty, different conversations that we could have, the the kind of research that we, we are garnering and generating around an aspect of digital finance. Are we are we taking into account all of the aspects, you know, that that or are we keeping are we keeping in touch with with, with this technology as well around the research that we are producing?
1: I think um, most of the research that has uh, we have done has been focused mostly on the issues of adoption. Inequality, exclusions, mm. and all that. And when you look at the issues of, because um, it also includes issues of money laundering, mm. which actually can, uh, you know, for some countries have, are now in trouble because of money laundering issues, mm. which currently happen uh, much easily via this uh, new platform.
0: Mm.
1: So, uh, and uh, there is a need for a research into this. New fraudulent ideas. I I mean, research has not been holistically uh, looking at all these uh, areas, uh, but there has been a lot of research on issues of adoption and exclusion from a macro perspective. But when you look at um, uh, other areas, uh, such as the one you just talked about, and Mm. I I want to thank you for talking about the fraudulent activity, Mm. these are some of the things that um, research has not necessarily done a lot on it on, the, on
2: those issues so i said i i i i'm assuming dr motobi uh, that one of them the next conversations uh, me and you will be having because you would have released a, a a conversation piece or a document would it would be around the fraudulent aspect of of all of this yes, yes, yes. <laughs> i can i can see that beginning to happen in your space yes so.
1: yes, yes i think this is some of the things that um Researchers, other researchers, um, we should be taking uh, talking, like um, um, waking on, um, so that we can help policymakers on how to deal with some of these um, regulatory issues and all this. Mm.
2: Yeah, w- w- you, you know, just just leaning on the fraud conversation just a little bit, um, mm-hmm. uh, um, and 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 wanting to 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 just you know get 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 a comment from you. I, I would assume that when one talks about digital money and transference of monies in and and fraudulent ways this 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 becomes one of the the ways one could do it um and and you could do it with huge sums of money the, the that that would be the, the that would be the bad. The good is. If if you know um, security establishments and 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 crime detection agencies, did they work properly? Um, digital money can can be traced because it creates a record. Any any system of any type that transacts in that particular way creates yes. a type of record or a mark or gives a particular signal that that you know of of a particular nature. So there's the good and the bad.
1: Yes, um, I think. They, they, they are like you are saying. They, they are good and the bad. And one of the good things about digital digitization is the fact that it keep, it keeps tracks of everything. Mm. Um, you can see how many has been traveling. But uh, I think one of the biggest issues we are currently having across the world now is harmonization of regulation regulatory uh, 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 framework. Mm. And you'd find out that, uh, for instance, if they, for instance. Um, there is some criminal activity happening here in South Africa. For some reason, one, there's this pyramid aspect going on in South Africa. People mm. are putting money into a particular account, and within a second, the money is gone into mm. another country. Mm. It becomes a nightmare to actually get that money. Mm um yeah so when this- you
2: when you talk of when you talk of regulatory and 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 those particular you know conversations uh, does does research also and and maybe your research also maybe you could just talk to us about that deal with issues of of gray listing where you know um the governments governments are are, are concerned about you know transactions taking place terrorists engaging systems money transfers and money you know flowing from 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 you know one one individual into into various other places that you know uh, would would feed these kind of things and if your systems are not up to scratch then of course gray listing begins to happen we're, we're not we we're, we're we're performing well on some aspects but I think where, where the banks are concerned we're per- particularly performing well where other you know, aspects are concerned of of digital and and things. We we're really really not bad. Are we engaging those particular spaces around research as well? Because there's a there's there's a, a practical element of you know not somebody who individually can lose a small amount of money or a large amount of money, but countries that can also get caught up in these particular spaces and not be geared you know, enough to deal with these things. And so other countries go and say, well, we can't deal with you, you know, grey listing it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, yes. Um, actually, we are currently working on a book that is um, looking at those particular aspects. And we're um, we we we're looking at a number of issues. First is how we're looking at digitization, mm-hmm and we look at corruption from this, uh, can corruption happen easily Mm. um, from this um, digital financial services? Like how does um, digital financial services, does it help corruption to, you know, to happen? Or Mm. because we can, we are able to, um, you know, follow through the transaction on that. Does it, kind of reduce all those things. So these are some of the things we are looking mm-hmm. into into that book, but also at the same time we'll be touching on issues of AML mm. and these issues of uh, gray greylisting.
2: I suppose that's why. That's why when 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 the Guptas were doing whatever they were doing in this country, uh, they uh, it was rumored that there was there was large sums of money in in briefcases and not not necessarily <laughs> not, not, not going on by the not by day. not 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 going on to any digital platform of of <laughs> any particular nature. You 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 took it, you picked it up, you took it, put it in your boot, and you buried it in your backyard, Doctor. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think the, the best, like one of the, uh, I was, as we have shown in research, is mm. that the good thing about um, digital financial service innovation mm. is the fact that um, we can, uh, you can able to trace transactions. Mm. Two, it reduces um, leakages, which you call, uh, you know, leakages, revenue leakages from the country. Mm. Three, it also allows for countries to be able to even, you know, keep track of taxes and stay in taxes. Mm. So because of this platform, the other thing is, as you know, there are people, a lot of people in the informal sector.
2: A lot of people in in the
1: informal sector.
2: Sure, sure.
1: And most of the people in the informal sector previously, They could not be banked, and therefore they used to save money
0: Mm.
1: under mattress or something.
0: Mm. And
1: um, it is it was it was difficult for this kind of money which are saved under mattress to be, uh, you know, accounted for. Mm. But today, because (laughs) the innovations are able to give this uh, people in the informal sector a safer way of saving money and transacting.
0: Mm. Now
1: we are able to taste what is also happening in the informal sector. Mm. And as they also do this, it also helps the financial institution to also track
0: mm.
1: and see their transactions, at the same time be able to evaluate their credit weakness. Mm. So there are a lot of you know, advantages to it.
2: But in, in essence, what you've also just illustrated to us, Doctor, is how the informal sector in yes. in ways that it has transformed through this digital finance, digital money space. You know, if you took a stock fell and how it would have, you know, been money under the mattress and then everybody gets their money. Now that particular money is, is generated differently um, yes. and that money now transacts into the formal sector. In a way that would never have been possible in the previous in previous times.
1: Yes, yes, exactly that. So that that is one of the the good things about the the innovation, the, the new innovations, that it allows the informal sector to also partake in the formal
2: sector. Hmm. Dr. Onkukame Mot- Motobi, thank you so much for joining me here on Power Perspective tonight on Power ninety eight point seven. It's a it's a really really an interesting conversation about of course where where technology is going and 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 I I suppose I could I could find its roots in in dating back to the invention of the internet as soon as www became something yes. real and we were we were then able to touch it uh, all of this changed for us our life changed that particular day
1: yes thank you very much um, for giving us for me giving me the space to talk you know your, your 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 platform, and um, I would like to say people should check our work
0: Mm.
1: the Tyarisha Center at uh, the Vid School of Government. Mm. We do a lot of work on digitization issues, uh, service delivery, uh, financial inclusion, and also uh, the political-based issues of corruption and all that. Doctor, then I want
2: to then I want to say thank you so much for coming on to Power Perspective. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Of course, that is of course, Doctor Onkogame Motobi, talking to us about digital money, digital finance, and why, in 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 ways that you've got to deal with it. You've also got to be really really careful. Also, uh, and analog people, yeah, analog people. Uh, am I one of those people? Uh, people will tell you that I've got I've gotten on late onto this particular space. You know, I've liked. I've liked the transaction uh, in real, real time. I've liked those particular things. I've liked going to a bank. I've liked, you know, engaging and whatever. And then, yeah, the bug button now... I'm all over the thing, not all there, all there properly and totally there, but I'm all over the thing. I've, I've bought into the new technology and how it changes lives, but I've seen how it changes absolutely good lives. Uh, that is, of course, Dr. Uh, Onkokame uh, Motobi talking to us there, a post fellow at the Witt School of Governance.